welcome to the Point of Care Ultrasound Certification Academy podcast, where we focus on POCUS. Here, we will discuss all things related to Point of Care Ultrasound, the practice, the trends, and its impact on healthcare. Our program will engage thought leaders who are defining global patient care with the stethoscope of the future. Welcome all to today's podcast, Focus on Pocus, live from Widget Studios here in the outskirts of Philadelphia. Today we have Dr. Victor Rao, a radiologist, and we are broadcasting live from Media PA. So our good friend here, Dr. Raul, is a radiologist and one of the pioneers to introduce point-of-care ultrasound to medical students and physician assistant students. He developed the POCUS curriculum and the POCUS learning content for MDs and PA students at the University of South Carolina School of Medicine. He also developed the e-learning content for the University of South Carolina School of Medicine. His passion is ultrasound and point-of-care ultrasound. He also introduced POCUS at Arusha Lutheran Medical Center in Tanzania and the University of Santo Thomas in Manila, Philippines. Victor, how are you, sir? Uh, good to be here, James. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, you're uh, a good soul, and you're a brilliant guy. And lay it on us. What is this Pocus Twenty Five? <clears throat> yeah, James. Uh, Pocus Twenty Five is essentially the list of the core Twenty Five um, procedures, ultrasound procedures, and you know. Uh, protocols that we want that we, the, all physicians who are pursuing or any healthcare worker who's uh, uh, pursuing point of care ultrasound or adding point of care ultrasound to their practice should be able to learn and also make part of their practice and so that they can help patients in need. It is designed to provide more clarity mm-hmm. and guidance, especially to the future or you know, current learners of focus because uh, there isn't a well-defined curriculum out there. Uh, there are a lot of recommendations by different societies and organizations, and it's very, very diverse. So this tends to give, you know, like a roadmap uh, and to people who are individuals who want to learn focus, so then they can kind of follow this and at least learn the core curriculum. And once they've learned that, then, of course, they can always uh, expand their knowledge and go for other procedures as far as the focus uh, movement evolves. Overall, it's designed to you know, provide or improve uh, better global health. So I've heard of the Stanford 25, and that's a physical exam, uh, clinical skills out of Stanford University. This is uh, sort of a take on that, but with ultrasound, correct? Yes, it was uh, actually, uh, you know, conceptually it was based on what Stanford 25 was designed to do. But it's different in the way that since focus is evolving, so it is going to be a live list. That means it's going to keep changing with time. Uh, we, I think everybody agrees and understands that uh, there will be some curriculum in this that will never change. You know, but uh, the others will change uh, as new technologies or new 
uh, procedures are, are added onto the list. So uh, only time will tell what the full scope or nature of this is going to be. It sounds great. It's nice and concise. Uh, I think at one point I saw somewhere there was 65 uh, POCUS procedures and diagnostics over 22 medical specialties, and that was some time ago. It would be nice to have a core 25. So who is it? Who is this designed specifically for? What's the demographic? Yeah, the demographics could be uh, anybody who's in the health field who wants to and is able to use ultrasound in the point of care setting, could be a physician, could be a physician assistant, nurse practitioners, nurses, EMTs, healthcare workers, mm-hmm. uh, could be a midwife in Africa, you know, mm-hmm. or a healthcare worker somewhere working in a remote area, in, anywhere in the world. So this is so beautiful about this, it's actually designed to be having a global impact. So it doesn't, um, you know, isolate it to one group of people or or professionals. It could be anybody who has ability and the knowledge to be able to learn and use point-of-care ultrasound to help patients in need. So let's get into this right now. So we've got 25 uh, of the most common point-of-care ultrasound scans. And uh, how are they prioritized and how are they divided? So let's say, for example, what if uh, I don't see OB-GYN patients and there's a lot of OB-GYN in there? Am I still required to sort of learn that as a core curriculum of point of care 25? That's a great question, James, because, you know, uh, in the ideal situation, the answer to that will be yes, you know. Mm -hmm. But at this current time, uh, you can choose to pick, uh, for instance, somebody would just like to see cardiac you know, pathology or be able to diagnose, you know, their abdominal things. And so they can just focus on that from the, the core curriculum of the POCUS 25. But down the road, I think uh, if you look at it, you should be able to uh, at least learn all those 25 that have been identified by the POCUS community as the top procedures that will definitely make a difference and provide health care. I'll give you a good example. There was a patient who came in, and she actually was in the section. Uh, after C-section, the patient's condition went down dramatically. And, uh, you know, they thought that probably the patient has an, a leak or like a hemorrhage inside, so ultrasound didn't reveal any hemorrhage. Mm-hmm. And in reality, what was happening was the patient actually had a massive PE, you know, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Even if you say you're doing OB journey as a you know as a core practice, but patient can present with something very different, not related to OB journey directly. And this patient actually had happened to have a large BE, and unfortunately, it was so large that the patient uh, could not make it, and patient could not survive the incident. So these mm-hmm. sorts of things uh, make us understand that if physicians at that time had the ability to be able to diagnose that condition right away and maybe address it, you know, could have saved the patient's life. So you never know what will come to you. And so it's always good to be able to learn the core curriculum, you know, and that's what you're trying before. But for right now, I think uh, somebody starting out, they can definitely focus on something that is more relevant to their practice. But down the road, I think it would be a great idea to actually learn on the, uh, the core 25. 
So oh, uh, just uh, so we'll, so the POCUS twenty five list will it will it be subject to revisions or changing as time? It's designed to be evolved, right? Yeah, it will evolve because you know uh, everybody knows that POCUS has come a long way since it was introduced into medicine, and then what has happened is uh, physicians are beginning to realize that they can actually use these devices to make much more efficient and quick diagnosis and more accuracy in the diagnostic abilities. So as it develops, you know, as it evolves and more and more will be added on to that list, uh, which eventually will be helping patients. And so, uh, so by nature and to keep it relevant and to be in context and also up to date, mm-hmm. the focus 25 list is designed to evolve with time. And uh, so that is uh, very important and that we have already built into the system, which would be done by the feedback provided by the focus community. So we plan to have, you know, um, surveys sent out every few years yeah. kind of update. Yeah, so that would be a great. And it's not a focus academy movement. It is actually a list that will belong to the people. It will belong to the focus community. To and the that's world, what yeah. It's all about. To, yeah. It sort of belongs to the world, like like the exactly. physical exam, uh, Stanford 25. I, I like it. It's a great idea. I'm just sitting here yeah. in my mind thinking of like uh, 25, starting with the big five, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, focus cardiac, maybe an eFast, uh, DVT. I'm thinking of the big life saving ones at first. And then as I, think in my mind as I go along, I'm wondering how much MSK, how much OB-GYN. I mean, I'm, if you think about, let's say, Africa, uh, you would have to, you know, you would definitely have to include a lot of OB-GYN there, too, I would imagine. Yes. So this is going to be very helpful. It might end up being also like a reference tool mm-hmm. uh, for individuals who are trying to introduce ultrasound in some part of the world, you know, at a limited capacity. So, yeah, so this would be, I think, a good reference to um, something to look to as a, hey, let's do this one, and, you know. So it's going to be different. And since it's voicing the opinions of uh, focus users from all around the world, so um, I think this would be a great thing to do, yeah. I see, like, the first, uh, I don't know, the first 20 scans you get. <laughs> and then I see a lot of robust discussion for the last five if I know how these things usually go, um, as physicians yeah. comment on it. So, but I want to know. So, why is it important for you, as a point of care ultrasound clinician, a user, to participate in this POCUS twenty five? It is important because uh, it's good to have input, you know. And mm-hmm. if somebody is a POCUS user and they have a lot of experience and they have a lot of knowledge about this. So definitely we would like to hear from them, you know, we like to their participation uh, so that they can shape this movement and also um, change the course of this curriculum, the curriculum which will be helpful for other users, medical students and PhD students, other students who are trying to learn ultrasound or some physicians are trying to consider learning ultrasound. So it's going to be a great thing to do and to actually contribute toward this uh, development of this uh, protocol mm-hmm. or, the, or the, uh, the list of uh, uh, procedures in the, in the Focus 25. 
Yes. But of course, as you mentioned, the ones that come to my mind, we know that DVD, chest ultrasound, and transthoracic uh, echo, uh-huh. uh, EFAST, and abdominal scans, so gallbladder scans, you know, to look for gall, uh, gallstones or cholecystitis or even abdominal aortic aneurysms, uh, bladder scans. This uh, will always perhaps be the same. And they will be one of the core, core components, you know. Uh, but there will be some, as you know, the devices are getting smarter and manufacturers are coming out with a lot of new functionalities. Right. So there will be a lot more new functions available. So something that we are not even thinking of at this time may be possible down the road. And so obviously if it's going to have a huge impact uh, in saving a life or the, altering the course of the patient management, uh, uh, something that will, you know, have a definite impact. So th- uh, something of that nature would would be and would be added onto that focus twenty five list. Are these mostly diagnostic or procedural or a combo of both? Uh, they're mainly diagnostic. You know, some of them actually just reveal the patient's pathology. Some will be physiological condition, and also some would be helping determine, you know, how is the patient coming along. Mm-hmm. You say you have admitted a patient with uh, congestive heart failure, and the patient has lots of you know going on, and then can start therapy. You can monitor the changes and within a few hours. You see that uh, the dramatic changes are occurring on the chest ultrasound. So it's really a good way to not just diagnose but also monitor the patient. And the best part is, as we all know, that there's no radiation. You know, so I can repeat the scan every ten minutes or mm-hmm. every one hour. Without any serious biological side effects, well, as like, compared to X-ray or CT scan, yeah, yeah, like a serial study. Wow, I hope this thing doesn't turn into uh, Pocus Fifty or anything like that. Twenty-five is <laughs> twenty-five I think is plenty. Twenty-five is, uh, <laughs> is a more for list. <laughs> yeah. you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, um, that's what I'm saying. That could be maybe an advanced focus uh, list or something. Mm. But at the current time, I think that this particular one, Focus 25, is designed to be the core core curriculum, you know, so that every Focus user should learn to be able to help patient in need. So we've got about 6,000 listeners typically on this podcast. So how can um, these clinicians participate in uh, the survey or, you know, adding what they think should be included in the Focus 25? Yeah, this is going to be a great contribution um, and you will have the ability, uh, every physician, PA, you know, nurse practitioner, you know, could be an EMT, anyone in the medical field from around the world can actually provide valuable input based on their experience mm-hmm. and help us identify those P25 lists, you know. And uh, the survey is available online. You can go to focus.org, P-O-C-U-S dot O-R-G. And then once you come to the, the web page, just find the tab which says community, and you click on that, and it goes takes you straight to the top of the list. It's going to be Focus 25 Survey. Okay. So you click on that, and you have the option to add your name, and we want your name to be known to the world. And here's a great chance to make a difference, you know, for the medical community, and also help future Focus learners to be you know, to get a guiding tool from everyone around the world. So here's a chance, and I think 
uh, it would definitely be welcomed by everyone. So it becomes like an international consensus of clinicians who yes. use both. If somebody wants it. to be not wanting their name to be known or wants to be anonymous, they could definitely participate at anonymous. They will also just click that uh, that option to make it anonymous. Okay. Wow. So go to POCUS.org, hit the community tab, the drop down, it says right at the top, POCUS 25 survey. I love it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, what if I go in there and just make up something, try to stump you? <laughs> don't, don't make up. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> good idea to actually um, provide your experience and see what you felt, you know, yeah. from your point of view that sure. is important and was helpful. And I think as you participate, if you do agree to do that, it would be nice to uh, see that what to consider would be something that made a huge difference in saving patients' life or change the uh, outcome uh, on the patient or alter the management. Mm-hmm. You know, so something of that nature. And everybody's experience could be different, so it would be nice to see what uh, everybody around the world thinks. And uh, and the great thing is that this is not a list that's going to be locked down. It's going to evolve, and we will be releasing future versions after the next few years as well. So, yeah, but thank you, everybody, for considering uh, participating in this Focus 25 survey. Yeah, so Dr. Raul, it's great having you on today's podcast. It's an honor, and we thank you for all you do with POCUS 25 and to increase patient safety with that. So any everybody out there let's, uh, listening, you know, fly on in and participate in that survey so we can uh, get these POCUS 25. I imagine uh, the first 20 is going to be easy, or the first, you know, half of that, first 12, 12 and a half, and then it's going to be a big discussion from there. So don't forget, for more POCUS-style topics, follow us on Facebook at POCUS Cert Academy and Twitter at POCUS Academy. Victor, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you, James, and have a great day, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us at Twitter at POCUS Academy and Facebook at POCUS Cert Academy. If you'd like to learn more about the POCUS community, visit us at POCUSworld.org. Take a look at participating in our POCUS 25 research. Help contribute to the scientific development of the top 25 point-of-care ultrasounds. And we'll see you next time. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are the views and opinions of the guests and not those of Intellios. This podcast is for information purposes only.